Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Commented Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, anime, and more. I'm Nia. And I'm Corey. And we are back for our monthly anime episode. I think we're going to start <laughs> trying to do at least one anime a month. We were talking about that, right? Yeah, yeah. Because both, both of us are always watching something. And we've been getting pretty good like reception on the anime episodes we do have. So that means that you guys definitely like hearing us talk about it for some reason. So Yes, yes. And continue to enjoy these anime episodes. We might like... I don't know if we should call it a corner, like our anime, anime, what rhymes with anime? I was going to say anime hour, but that sounds so generic. Maybe like anime, I don't know, mm. something starts with A. Anime, I don't know. Assessment. <laughs> analysis. <laughs> anime analysis. Okay. That, I like the sound of it. Anime analysis. Even though we're not really analyzing, we're just giving our, <laughs> our opinion if we like it or not. <laughs> exactly. Well, we can work with that. Anime analysis team. We're here. Especially um, like with psychopaths, there are videos breaking down like the full psychology of the show, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Right? Like I know, and then think back that this show is a bit older. I know everyone has said everything that needs to be said about mm-hmm. what this means, what it means. So anyway, that's a great segue. Today we are talking about the 2012 anime Psychopaths. Yay! Um, so I think I don't remember how we decided to do this. I think. We just happened to be watching at the same time. I remember, did you suggest it, Corey? Or did I? I, I think remember. you told me that you were watching it. And I was like, oh, I watched this before and I wanted to watch it again. So I just ended up watching it again because you were already watching it. Gotcha, gotcha. Sounds good. Yeah, I think that was the thing, the case. Um, I don't even know what inspired me to watch it. I think I just had like a backlog of anime that i've always thought hmm interesting we'll get to it one day never got to it except now <laughs> i finally got to psychopaths so yay um so i think i will just go into the background information slash facts about the show for those mm-hmm. of you who've never heard of it um it is a 2012 japanese cyberpunk psychological thriller lots of words um it is technically on paper a shonen, which shocked me, but I realize really? now, yeah, it's it's like the demographic on the thing that I think the manga says male. And I was like, oh, interesting. There, I don't know. Cause like, for like this, didn't, it didn't come from a manga, right? Like it, it was did. just, it did. No, before it was, it would, it didn't come from a manga. It There's did. a manga I that I saw. Oh, there was ahead. a manga that was made after it came out, but there it, there wasn't a manga before. Like they just decided to create this show because they were inspired by the guy who worked with them, who made Ghost in the Shell and like all these other oh. like iconic anime movies and live action and like Blade Runner and whatnot. Well, he didn't make oh, Blade Runner, nice. but they were inspired by Blade Runner. Got you. Okay, now it makes sense. So I guess um, the manga was it's because the show was so popular. The manga came after. That's so fascinating. Thank you for. T- explaining that because i was thinking it what? was like because usually it is the that's what it said i mean it said it's technically under the category of shonen but nobody really category no one thinks of it that way even though it's under the category of shonen yeah and- i guess because that's not even i guess like to be technical shonen is not even really like a genre it's just like a demographic right so yeah okay. right but that shocked me too like i was like huh <laughs> My young boys are watching this like <laughs> Right? This, 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 like 
philosophical ass anime about freedom <laughs> and free will. Like, <laughs> exactly. With no like power arc, power up arcs and all the typical shonen things. Like I, I was shocked, but apparently it is technically like shonen. Um, it is the manga was by Hikaru Miyoshi. Um, and it's produced by Production IG. Haven't heard of that studio, but I bet they've made a lot of amazing stuff. Yeah, they um, did. Uh, Production IG did Kuroko no Basket, Haikyuu. They did mm. one of the mini series for Attack on Titan. They've done oh, wow. the Ghost in the Shell. I think, I don't know if they did the original movie or they did like some kind of side sequel movie after, but they've done like a lot of stuff. They've done a lot. Oh, they did Jinro the Wolf Brigade. If you've mm. seen that. Oh, interesting. Cool, cool. I've definitely heard of Haiku. Like that name floats around on Twitter so much. So Yes. <laughs> oh that yeah, they have a lot of back catalog. Wow. Okay. Not me not knowing. Okay. I'm learning Oh, they today. did they did uh Oh wait, I thought they did Evangelion, but I think they just did one of the movies. Or maybe mm, they did the whole thing. I like I said that one person who w- inspired. Let me look. <laughs> let me actually get the correct information because I know right. that I just read this because I was like, oh wow. So like <gasps> they did. They did the Neon Genesis Evangelion movies. The 1997, it's Death and Rebirth, and then the 1997 e- end of the Evangelion. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So it was okay. So Psychopaths, like they wanted to make the people at the pr- production IG wanted to make a successor to Mamoru Oshii's works, and like I said, he's the one who made like ghost in the show and like mm-hmm. general wow. the wolf brigade and other, some other stuff so it, oh, it definitely amazing. makes sense because it gives those vibes definitely gives it those kinda... this and also i bet if the animation style was different like more 90s people would say this would fit right in with the the 90s literally cyberpunk anime like the what makes it seem more modern is the animation style like the storytelling all of that stuff is so 90s which i love um so that's very cool um it was um co-directed it has several directors and several writers i was like okay this is a team effort <laughs> uh, co-directed right. by nao yoshi shiotani and katsuyuki motohiro and it's written by again urobushi and makato makoto fukiyami fukami and so sorry about the names i'm trying my best um, <laughs> aya takaha um are the writers um, produced by George Wada, Ken- Kenji Tobori, and Wakana Okamura. So yes, got those names yes. through. It has several. So the point is, it has more than one director, more than one writer, and several producers. Um, and the which is, oh yeah, go ahead. No quick like thing. Um, <sighs> dang, I literally just had this woman's name in my head, and now it's gone. That's actually insane. So the person <laughs> who created the character designs, she also mm-hmm. created the manga Hitman Reborn, if you've ever heard of that, or if anyone's oh, ever heard cool. of that. It was like really popular back in like 2009, 2012-ish. And her nice. name is Akira. What is yep. her last name? Akira Amano. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I, yeah, I listened those to her, character yeah. designs, if you look at Reborn and you look at this, it looks extremely similar like the main character nice. the main female lead in psychopaths sunamori she looks similar to the main character in 
Akira's manga Sunayoshi. And I don't know if that, those names were like on purpose or <laughs> mm. yeah, might have been. That's interesting. All these cool facts of like who's like connected to what behind the scenes. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, and the music is by Yugo Kano. Um, also the 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 ending theme. Oh, it hits! Like whoever is like I didn't look into it more, but that ending yeah. theme, I was like, oh, this is this is giving. Okay, the OST, first one, love to see it. Yeah, both um both of them. The ending songs for both uh season, both parts are really good. Um, what do you do? You like the soundtrack, the songs? Yeah, I thought it was really. I thought the endings were really good as well, and I liked um the openings. I liked the opening two more than opening one though. I thought it was a little bit yeah, better. I thought so too. Definitely um oh okay, so, so the this- ending has no credits wait i'm so dumb i oh. thought let's mean like it had no person who made it but i'm trying to figure out who was the creator egoist i don't think i've heard because usually anime has like the same handful of bands making mm-hmm. um the opening sometimes but i don't think i've heard anything from them in any other show so that's interesting mm. oh cool cool um we're hitting different territory now like from our from like i guess our typical like i guess modern more pondered popular anime love to see it okay um it aired on fuji tv between their no noitama programming block from october 2012 to march 2013 um this is not a long show it's only 22 episodes but so much happens in 22 episodes mm-hmm. um a full narrative um it is set so a little plot um just a quick summary it's set in a dystopian japan in the future where we don't have the exact date but we know this is very much in the far future um where there is a 2100 something Mm. oh yeah yeah yeah, definitely this is not like a fictionalized 2010 or something this is like Mm -hmm. 21 (laughs) just right his name kogami was born in 2084 and i was like huh oh right (laughs) it's like excuse me um yeah it is set in a dystopian japan where there is a system in place called the seabill system they call it shibill system but i mean i don't know if i just reading it as i read on the page um yeah the seabill system where it's a system that is a well we learn more about it but it is an automated um computerized system that determines who is predetermined to make crimes who yeah. is a potentially dangerous person even when you've done absolutely not a thing literally, they um, just read your and mind and are able to literally tell. like they are scanning you literally with a device and if you just even have an inch of wanting to hurt somebody else or you get a little aggressive they're like nope you're locked away um it the plot is the main character is akane uh Tsunomori, Tsunomori, yeah, Tsunomori. Awesome, yay! Thank you. Okay, Uh, she is a young twenty-something novice inspector. She's assigned to the division of the Public Safety Bureau's Criminal Investigation Division. Um, She's in charge of late in of determining the outcomes for latent criminals, which are people who haven't committed crimes yet. They're just like in between crime, hypothetical crime. And she has a team of enforcers um, that are her subordinates who are people who are latent criminals, who she, who they all solve crimes together um, using this system. And they enforce crime by using uh, dominators, which are these like 
hyper futuristic guns that sort of read you up you point it at a person it reads whether or not their uh crime deficiency their crime what's it called they call it crime deficiency or crime, crime coefficient, coefficient. Yeah. yeah thank you thank you yeah they have a crime coefficient it'll read it and say if your number's too high you are going to <laughs> therapy or <laughs> you're going to be <laughs> i put air quotes yeah, i know you can't see it but i said therapy um and or it could kill you on the spot if you're if you're just like oh you're yeah. dangerous dangerous the um, thing i'm gonna um elaborate more on the air quoted therapy so in the show I can't. I believe it was Kogami who said this. Like when these people get locked away, they're not really rehabilitated. They're just put in a room, and Literally. like their crime coefficient, it doesn't really change because they're not being treated. Like they're just right. putting being put in isolation. Right, and then it's what's crazy to me is like how they're so futuristic, but they don't understand that like leaving human beings, even well, like meaning human beings in isolation for that long, nothing good is going to happen because yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't make no sense, but yeah, Corey's absolutely right. It's not really therapy. It's more like you're just locked in like a, like a, like a, what do you call those? A rubber room. Like in, if any, if you've seen any like popular media where it's like a white room with like one window and like that's it <laughs> so yeah. um so that's the world we live in people are sort of you or your um also I think when you're younger you take an exam that determines yes. what kind of job you can get like your yeah. everything about you is predetermined by the system yeah we and, saw this in like a flashback episode in the later half of the season where Sunamori was like with her two friends and they're I think they were like high school seniors and they took some SAT like exam and her friend, they were talking about, you know, how they don't know what they want to do with their life, but they can't be too worried about it because it's going to be predetermined anyway. And so mm-hmm. the two girls didn't score as high. So one girl was determined to be like an office worker. So she didn't have that many options. The last girl who got a C, like I don't, she barely had like options for work for like different yeah. choices like she had a job that she was gonna be mandated to get because there i think in this world there's like no unemployment like everybody is working <laughs> but right. you just like depending on how low your score is the choices that you have to make are significantly limited like sunamori she scored high so she could literally choose any job she wanted like a normal person <laughs> Right, right. And then she has like all of the top um, tier jobs. So like she doesn't just have to work in a good company. She could work for literally any organization in the country she wanted. Like and then she it's like a whole arc of her development of she's one of those few people in the country that has too much choice for that world because she mm-hmm. then feels the pressure of like, well, what do I do with my life? Because I have all these options. Whereas we learn like for other people especially for latent criminals, you, everything that is quote unquote freedom gets stripped of you and you mostly either become a prisoner or in this case, you can become an enforcer for certain, for the crime department. Um, and you, your life is totally controlled. You can never leave that status. So in this world, it's very much like your everything about you is predetermined. If you fall into this, um, group of people, AKA latent criminals, you can never get out of that, uh, that category. Um, 
And like Corey said earlier, this was definitely influenced by Blade Runner and a lot of the sci-fi, big influential sci-fi films um, from back in the day. Um, and this is honestly one of the most highly praised anime of not just the 2010s, but of like the past 20, 30 years. Oh, um, I didn't know And that. it's considered, mm-hmm, oh, the reviews, I was, I was astounded. I said, oh, y'all loved like this when I see the the list of reviews and like the impact it's had, I'm like, my goodness. Okay, um, come on, psychopaths. <laughs> right? The impact is there. Um, it's considered one of the best anime of the 20th century by many. Um, so fun fact, I'm gonna get into like sort of the reception impact and like some background, more background info. Um, early screenings of the series um, at a Neotoma, Neotamina, Oh, we tried. We tried. Wait, okay. In, oh, okay. Noi Tamina. Noi Tamina? through Corey. You said oh, Noi Noi Tamina. Noi Tamina. Thank you. Noi Tamina Shopping Cafe um, attracted few viewers at first. Um, and Mori is the um, like the head of the channel. Um uh-huh. And so after the, as the series continued, it truly got more popular as it aired. Um, The final episode, over a thousand people had queued up to watch the final episode in person um, and the venue could only accommodate 70 people. Um, So like there were screenings of it on TV and theaters, which was cool. I didn't know that was a thing, Um, but the ratings got more popular. Everything about this got more popular as it went along. and then like the DVDs and the Blu-rays achieved really good sales. Um, oh my God, the awards, my goodness, 2014, it was nominated for a Cian award. Um, in the new type anime awards from 2013, it was voted as fourth best title of the year. Um, Damn. Like episode 11 of the series was awarded best ex- episode at the Neo Tamina 10th <laughs> uh, anniversary fan Let vote. Me, what, what was episode 11? Hold on. I know, right? Um, and then the main characters, uh, the, the characters themselves, Kogami Akane and Makishima also appeared as poll winners in their own categories. The anime news web network listed it as the fifth most accessible anime for people who have not watched anime before, which is very Makes fascinating. It, I, like this comes up on a lot of lists of like best for people who don't watch anime, best for yeah. first time anime watcher. Um, Crunchyroll said this was included as one of the top 100 anime of the decade list. Um, and quote from Kyle Cardine said it has a lasting effect on the gripping dystopian sci-fi cop drama. Um, so many places like IGN um, gave it one of the best anime of the decade. Um, Kotaku oh. Australia. Oh, go ahead. No, episode 11 was the one with the guy who had the maze, the man who was hunting people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. Um, And then just a few more, because this, this reward, this rewards and acknowledgement category is long for this. Kotaku Australia included it as one of the eight great anime series for people who don't like anime. Um, A lot of people absolutely raved over it at the time and in retrospect which means that of course it's like aging super well as a piece of art Mm -hmm. um and so now i'm going to talk a little bit just like we have our character list here um 
instead of doing like an episode by episode recap, I thought we'd just jump into like the discussion of like what we thought about it, what our favorite like arcs or plot points and what we thought about this, the the world and et cetera. So mm-hmm. um, what did you think of this show, Corey? Did you like, like the show? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I remember when I watched it the first time, really enjoying it. But I have this thing, like I like to call infinite rewatchability, where I just forget the shit that I watch. <laughs> so I can just watch it again like it's new. Um, and so watching it again, I will say, I can see why it got more popular as the show went on. Because it did start off a little bit on the slower side. Not too mm. slow, but it was little, a little like, okay, like, come on like let's get yeah. some real stuff happening which it does happen like within like four or five episodes where you start yeah. seeing more but um i really really enjoyed it i i can see why you would show this to someone who doesn't like anime because it's not really like it's one of those anime because it's so influenced by some western shows it's stuff that people have are, it's concepts that people are already familiar with, like a futuristic, a futuristic dystopian world is a, a stuff we see a lot in like Western media. So showing somebody this, I can see why they would be like, oh, okay, like even if I don't like anime, I definitely would like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely agree with you. Um, it's probably one of the most also less. I mean, it's confusing at parts, but it's lesser. Um, it's very. Uh, the continuity of the storyline is there. Um, yeah. Like it goes through like a, uh, it has a story, it has like a rising arc and it has like a climax and a falling arc. Like it has all the plot points that make it just like very organized. Um, you get, you. there's not many loose ends. Um, uh, of course we're left with questions because that's what the the writers wanted us to, but it's not one of those stories that's like, well, you can skip this. These are filler and like ignore this season and like, well, this arc doesn't really uh, match with this arc. It's more like you could just watch it once through and then you get what they were trying to tell you. Right. Um, Does that make sense? Like in terms of storytelling? Okay. Yeah. And I think too, like another reason why they probably left it up for like, there wasn't many loose ends except for the last episodes because they did make like a season two and three which I have not mm. seen yet. <laughs> and I, yeah. I will watch them eventually, but I've, I've heard like mixed reviews on season two. Yeah. What's what's fascinating about that is that usually shows that come from manga, you can understand why they get sequels and movies and spinoffs. But like, I wonder if the reason why the sequels and stuff are mid is because there was no source material. <laughs> like there was nothing to go off of besides like what was already been done. From you know? what I was told, the reason why season two in particular gets hated on a lot is because kogami is not there oh really oh that's it (laughs) or something like that and i was like okay Mm. because at first you hear about season two and you're like oh yeah psychopaths is a good one season anime like it falls off after season two but some one of my friends explained to me she was like oh no it's just because kogami is not there i was like really because if that's the case then i'll watch it like yeah i want to see more like what happens right right yeah, if that's the case, then that's just anime fans hating. But like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I wonder if like, um, I'm shocked though that none of the sequels have like had the same popularity. But I guess it's like the first thing that people are introduced to is always the most popular of that. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see how the second and third season did, and the movies too. Um, there is a movie coming out. You told me that there is one coming out. I don't think it has a release date yet, though. But yeah, Psychopath Providence, I believe that's what mm-hmm. it's called. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, I might put that on my watch list. Um, as for me, I, I like this. I feel like I was, I really enjoyed the world building and I liked how they developed these characters. I think I just got biased because towards the end with, with like the way they handled the ending, I got really frustrated, but I think that's a good thing. Like the story wants you to be frustrated because the characters are frustrated. The situation's frustrating. Um, I just kind of got like, I'll talk more about the ending, but Mm -hmm. it's like, overall, I really enjoyed it. This was a great show. I just like some of the messaging of like had me thinking about capitalism and I was like, oh, yeah, like, there's so many things capitalism that frustrated me. Like the prison industrial complex. Yes. <laughs> like, literally, like I was like, oh, and then seeing, honestly seeing the, okay, I'm gonna go into it later because <laughs> this, this ties into my second question. Another- Who are your favorite character? Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, before we get to that, I think another thing that I would like to like harp on or not just mention is like when I first watched this, I had to be about like 15 or 16. And I think watching it as an adult with a better understanding of like capitalism and fascism and the prison industrial complex and like more philosophical stuff, I'm seeing it through like new eyes. Like there's a lot more that I'm understanding. Like there's, there's so much going on in this show. It's so layered that like, if you don't, if you don't know certain concepts, you're going to miss it completely oh of course and then the thing is you'll take it as face value like instead of what it represents yeah um, yeah because it's not like just they're making a commentary about this is some hyper futuristic japan like no this is now <laughs> this is it's like a bigger it's a greater commentary about society as a whole um and i think this my one part i want to talk about is characters and i want to tie this in by asking you your favorites but I will say I really, really liked the show to, to answer the first question. I really liked it. Um, but who are your favorite characters and least favorite? Least favorite? I'll start with that. Um, what's this guy's name? <laughs> Ginoza? Nobuchika? He, <laughs> yeah. Towards the end of the season, he was pacing me off, not going to lie. Mm. I was just like, <sighs> he was giving very much Braddy's son at a certain point. Yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, like not get over it because like you know you need to heal from these things but this man was actively in therapy yeah he was throughout the show he was actively actively in therapy and like the whole time i understand that he is bitter about his father basically valuing his Corey career yeah go ahead plot i don't mean to interrupt with a plot twist when i realized he was the the the, um Ma- Masa- Masaoka, Masako- yeah, Masaoka. Ma- yeah. yeah, Masaoka. Yeah, Masaoka. When he, when I learned he was his dad, I said, "Oh my God, what?" That was like <laughs> yeah. they, they dropped it so casually too. They did it so yes. casually. They're like, they oh, didn't give us to prepare. And I said, "Wait, what?" And you've been talking to your dad like this the whole time. Excuse me, what's That's happened? That's why I was what, saying that he was on? giving, he was giving Braddy's son. Like, yeah, I understand that. Like, you, your father valued his career more than he valued you and your mom if the mom was even like around that long because they didn't mention i'm assuming she's dead but they didn't mention like how long she had been dead or mm-hmm. like if she died before or after his father became a latent criminal but like 
I don't know the general attitude he had towards his father who seemed like he was genuinely like trying to be like better or had like yeah. gotten better than wh- how he was previously like I guess you know when you grow up with somebody like that there are of course things that like you're just not gonna be able to forgive but like for example when they had one of their final battles when they were trying to uh track down Makashima at that oh uh oat facility the oat plant or whatever mm-hmm. and he yeah. was being mean to his father while they were searching for him like you don't think that would be a good time to be cordial so y'all can like be better prepared and like work together because remember his dad was like hey don't like don't move don't walk and he walked anyway and yeah. that's why the thing fell on you because you decided to walk <laughs> anyway because you wanted to be like oh i'm not listening to you yeah he just he gives like like i haven't healed from my wounds like i mean the thing is if you're your dad's boss and you have to see him every day why are you gonna hold that grudge every day like i mean i guess i get it in the first half but like you know that you're fighting someone who could literally kill all of you very easily your life is at risk daily why are you not taking this time to like tell your dad how you feel while you still thinking like in these kind of life or death situations you don't think you can just for a moment put this hatred you have to the side for like a quick second so y'all can survive like this is not saying that his character was like badly written he's very well written i just personally did not like him (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well who's your favorite then i would say my favorite wow i want to say sunamori or kogami but i really Mm -hmm. liked kagari I really liked yeah. him. I was actually kind of, I was very sad when he um, got killed. So I was like, dang. And like when yeah. he smiled too, I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Cause it's still like, he, like he shouldn't have been like, honestly, I feel like, like he shouldn't have been there. I feel like Gino's yeah. should have been there or something. Like, <laughs> Not Gino's. like, like listen, why, why are you taking out the only like comic relief in the series? Like, and I'm not saying he's comic relief, but you know, like lighthearted, not a yeah. bad guy. Yeah yeah um, but also like i really i really like enjoyed the whole cast like i except for um yayoi because <laughs> even though they gave her a little backstory i, I could barely remember her name <laughs> like she was yeah. just there <laughs> yeah very much like side character vibes um yeah like they wrote her in last minute like we need another yeah. female character <laughs> <laughs> yeah um for me see this is why i'm going to start ranting and i know i'm i know i'm incorrect see listen i know i'm incorrect going into this but this uh-huh. is why i ties into my 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 critique of the show because it's already a great show but my here comes my critique and it ties into the character okay my least tell me why halfway through i didn't want the good guys to win tell me why i said oh y'all are def-. i said Corey, i sat there and i said Y'all better not catch this man because he's trying to help you. That he's trying to literally save y'all from the brains. From and you know what? Ah, I want you to finish because that ties into a question I just wrote down. Remembering when I was watching the last <laughs> couple episodes, like go ahead, finish, listen. Finish what you and I know saying. I'm toxic. I know I'm problematic. You don't have to like. I know I'm already. I'm already saying this, and I know people are like, "How dare you?" I know, but I can't control the fact that I watched this show and I said, "Okay, this man is. Yes, he's a serial killer, but." And I know I, that's never a sentence you should Not, ever but. <laughs> That's never a sentence you should So it's a very much a red flag for me. But I have to say this because if, if he was, okay, listen, he 
is trying to dismantle the system. He wants the system gone because he wants people to have free will. And to me, halfway through, I was like, there's got to be a way someone on this on this good guy's side is going to understand what he's saying, even though they want to. He needs to. He need, I know he needs to die because he's killing people. But what I'm saying is someone I was expecting either Akane or Kogami to like have a redemptive, like not a redemptive, a moment of evolution where they would say, you know what? This system is kind of ass. Why are people being judged off of a dominator, whether they should be locked away in a prison or killed on the spot? Or like I, to me, I was like, why is no one questioning the system around them besides the villain? Like that's a little strange to me. And I know some people will say that the, the, the latent criminals who are the enforcers were talking about why the system is the way it is, but it's like, you can, you can, you can eat, like you can walk and chew gum at the same time. Like you can also, you can hunt down the criminal. I know he needs to go to jail and whatever, but the fact that they were still with all their might trying to say like, you are the bad guy. I'm on the side of good. It's like, are you really on the side of good? Like, are you Hmm. really on the side of what's the best for the people? If you're just a lap dog to the chief who is literally like a vessel for the 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 the, the what 210 the 210 brains like and they're all and the and the irony is they wanted his brain because he was a criminal too and they wanted that which is like why are you fighting for a system that's the system is made up of serial killers at the top like it doesn't make sense and i was like which is why i said like my favorite character because he's so problematic i had to put him makshima is like my favorite because i was like you're why are you the why is the villain making sense but none of y'all are making sense like akane's like you have to have hope i'm like sis the chief wants you dead <laughs> the chief yeah. wants you not to die like what are y'all not getting your lives like i didn't like i to me they didn't take the chief seriously enough cuz that woman was scary like i said now that's a villain like she was terrifying because the when like what she her the fact that she's like we are one entity together even if my physical body dies it doesn't matter because it'll regenerate with all of our brains connected like that was very eerie to me and i said that's the villain why are y'all not trying to kill the chief why y'all allowing the chief and all of the system to continue but i know that's a part of the critique and a part of the whole message of the 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 system and capitalism and oligarchs and rulers i know yeah but i couldn't shake the fact that i did not want the good guys i wanted someone to get a light bulb moment where they're like yeah don't murder people but the system is ass like we we, go ahead finish go ahead and finish no 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 i just like so my least favorite honestly became kogami like dead ass <laughs> really because why because it's like why are you trying like i get it he killed your teammates he's killing people i get it but like and i know he's supposed to be the character foil for makashima because they're like one in the same person like they yeah. both quote books literally, they both know like, literature yeah. they're like he's even the, the character design is like literally right. obvious that they're like opposites. literally it's yin yang whatever or not even yin yang it's like he's no it is that is yin yang yeah yeah um and so the thing is i get it but kogami being like i'm just gonna be a hunter to this one serial killer knowing damn well 
once he's dead, you are still, sir, on the run. You, the, the, the chief whom you just, like, the system you are trying to protect so bad wants you, you deceased. Why are you risking everything to kill this one man? Like, and I get it, like, I get to the point, I got it, and I understood that that was his subordinate, his friend, I get it. But at the same time, the 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 Seabill system didn't care that you lost your friend. <laughs> the Seabill system, the brains, they didn't care. They just wanted you, sir, dead, but they wanted him alive. Help, help me, help, 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 help. Like, Corey, I said... You know, I, I I was like, the irony is that in the show, the system pates Kogami would literally punish him for killing a serial killer, but that's because the system didn't want the serial killer to die in the first place. See, it's it's all it's all so complex, and I could rant on this for hours, but I didn't like how he didn't at least say when he was talking to his educator friend, who was kind of leading him on the path of like because of this system, like people lost jobs, people are dying. Like I was hoping that he would have an enlightenment moment and be like, okay, I see where you're coming from. And cause I think, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. <laughs> I think, I think the thing is, I think they all, as well, especially Sunamori and Kogami, I think they did understand that the civil system was not good. Even Kogami, when they were doing the investigation, like he would point out little things like, oh, so you see how like they're taking me off the case for some reason. Yeah. Like, or like how, what is something he said when him and Makashima first fought, or I think the professor, somebody asked him like, what do you think of Makashima? And he was like, I understand his reasonings like he he legit he straight up said that he's like i can understand where he's coming from and i yeah. think like it's a case where it's much bigger than him wanting to kill him in revenge for killing his teammate i think they understand like as bad as the system is especially sunamori understands this because she knows what the system actually looks like as bad as this system is it's like that society has lived that way for so long that as soon as that system is disrupted even slightly complete chaos ensues and people die left and right like for example when you have the helmet people look how quickly people will devolve into just like slaughtering each other in the streets yeah it was yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like how quickly people started like slaughtering each other in the streets just because their system wasn't working for like like an hour or two max so i think yeah. they understood that they didn't the, the system was bad but that the system was much bigger than themselves and they couldn't really take it down as they were now so even if they wanted to turn around like oh i'm gonna destroy the system they really had no way to do so anyway like mm-hmm. i don't like i'm trying to think of things they could have done like realistically me- they couldn't have done because the real person who has the brains to destroy it is definitely Makashima. Because he's been playing yeah. this off for five years. Or he he pl- listen. Yeah. Like, he was ready. And the thing is, even if, like, if like to me, the fact that they gave what's super symbolic about how they were beat down by this. Because to me, the people on the side of good were beat down by the system, too. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. Akane, the reason why 
was super ironic to me at the end. You remember the scene where they literally showed Akane what the system is, what the Shido system is, had her go into the room where all the brains yep, are. And they definitely were like, we know that you're not going to do anything because you yeah. think that the system should still be upheld no matter how much you hate it. Right. And at the same time, they let her carry a, den- a dominator in her hand while she was in there. Like mm-hmm. they let her bring a weapon to a place where she could have, if, if it was possible, like destroy that entire room. Like she could have, like to me, them letting her have the dominator in there is like they knew that she wasn't about to do nothing. Like they, yeah. and I feel like, like, and I feel like even though a lot of people will say, well, it's not their fault for not trying to like dismantle the system, but it's like the system it's like when the system's laughing at you, like that literally that room, the brains were laughing at her. And I think, I think like she did want to do her. something, but keep in mind the dominator does not work unless the system allows it to work. So even if she would have right. pointed it and shot it, it, would, it wouldn't have done anything. It, it wouldn't, wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. That's true. Right. But I just think it's so ironic that they're just like, it's like they're, to me, it's like they really were just like laughing in her face because it's like the, the system is two steps ahead of her. Yeah. But, the thing is, it's like deep down, she even knows that she's not going to do anything. And I think it's yeah. because she comes from a place of privilege. I feel like no, if she was not was privileged, say this. She, yeah. wouldn't be, she wouldn't be in that room talking about, well, we'll, we'll, we'll we won't need you in the future. Sis, the, like, the people think about it. Died, what? The if people if that room in, was full of the like the people who are late and criminals, of course they would have done something because they don't see the reason why the system should be upheld because they have been oppressed by it. These people course. have also been oppressed by the system, but they've become so reliant on it that they've become mm-hmm. like they can't see their life without this convenience. And, and she's also, also too, benefiting isolated. from it too. Yeah, and they're isolated from the outside world, so they don't even see how other people are living. They don't exactly. know, like they they become. I feel like this is like an allegory for like too much reliance on technology, <laughs> <laughs> and reliance on things that like on like the powers that be and like uh, the capitalism, of course, <laughs> the yeah. darn capitalism. Like it, it all, it's all connected because to me, it's like even Kogami, even when he turned into a latent criminal, I feel like the fact that two of the latent criminals were former cops themselves allows for like this this filtering of their thoughts where the, the they know that they once were working for the system so they're not gonna be as eager to disrupt the system right like if you yeah. were once a part of it then you're not then you know how it works from the inside you know what it's like to benefit from it and be on like I guess the winning side that to where if all of a sudden you're a latent criminal you feel empathy for those and you feel empathy for the for that part of the system because you were once in that. Like instead of the people who've never even gotten a chance to be there, it's yeah. like I feel like feel like Kogami having such like a visceral hate of Makashima on top of like of course him being a serial killer. But I mean like there's a bunch they probably have killed a bunch of serial killers. Like the fact that he like like the fact that he is the foil to Makashima means that like deep down he at the end of the day he's still a cop no matter what. Like you yeah. can't. And he did say like him. Yeah, exactly. And he did say like the reason why he was so obsessed with Makashima because he was he was scared of him. He was. Scared. Yeah. I feel like maybe Kogami saw himself in Makashima too much. Maybe he thinks that yeah. he had the potential to become Makashima, so he wanted to erase him. Right, and I think that's it's just so ironic because every time 
because although I do appreciate they didn't let his brain go into the the system because I feel like that would have been very yeah, bad that would have been worse that would have uh, been worse right <laughs> right but I feel like it's like um the it's sort of like you're seeing how like the system is so based on like the people who are at the bottom are never going to even talk to the people at the top so the people at the top even if they mean well right like people like Akane she means well like her hopefulness comes from a pl- when you can be hopeful when you're privileged <laughs> like yeah. you can have hope when you are like the highest scoring in your class and you can pick any job you want like even within her friend group she's the most privileged um like I feel like when you come from a place of that you don't you can be a bit naive at first you don't have you the can, same drive as people at the bottom exactly and the same willingness to lose everything that you have to exactly yeah and the thing is Makshima probably wasn't even at the bottom either like he I think he was privileged too but I just think mm-hmm. that he his like uh his motive wasn't it the isolation thing where right? the fact that he couldn't be read by the system everyone yeah yeah he felt like alienated right so um I think this is this look at us look, this discussion is crazy um this I is psychopaths it makes you this is why it's so highly rated oh wait no, okay listen, before I love we get to the next question this is a question I had just thought of when you started mentioning how like you didn't you liked Makashima so like if would you if you were set in that world right where you were raised mm-hmm. in the society where you basically had zero stress and you saw how the slightest stress made the people around you freak out. Would you still try to dismantle the civil system immediately? I, mm, I think I probably, I would probably have a more long-term, like slow death type thing, unless mm-hmm. it's like, because the thing is, the problem is they're never going to open up to the rest of the world if they don't get rid of the system. <laughs> like the yeah, rest of the world, of we, the have, we have no idea what the rest of the world is like in this universe. Like we don't know what kind oh, of things they disclaimer, have. Disclaimer for anybody watching, we have not watched two, season two oh, or three. So if yeah. there's anything that happens in the future, like keep in mind, we only watched part one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that disclaimer. Yeah, if there's something about the rest of the world in the next seasons, we don't know yet. Um, but like according to just this season one, we don't know what the rest of the world is has in place yeah so to me it's like they will never know unless they do something about it because i think they said that they don't even allow immigrants yeah Um, they they have no contact with the rest of the world remember how the professor had to access like illegal chat rooms to like yeah or forms to even like have any information about the outside world from japan like yeah and to me that's that's the 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 more than just the system the cutting off from the world is even scarier to me because you have nothing to compare it to um so i feel like if i was in this world i would just be like i feel like there would have to be something done i don't know if it would be the right thing i just feel like the way they left it this system's going to continue and continue and continue continue like that's what i feel like too what about how do you feel about that I don't, I feel like that's, that's why I feel like I have a bit more empathy for, um, Kogami in Akane's situation is because it's like, if I were to have grown up in that world where I did not know anything else, like the old world was just something that was taught to me in history books. And I couldn't imagine a life where, you know, I didn't have this system and where I saw that any kind of disruption of the system causes this mass death. 
I Mm -hmm. think that I probably wouldn't have immediately tried to disrupt it. I probably would have quit my job, though. I wouldn't have continued to be an inspector. I don't know how she was able to do that. I would... Probably, I'm probably going to de- a depression. <laughs> mm. and that would be crazy. I actually feel like I might have done what the 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 professor did, or I would probably yeah, remove from like society. Yeah, or yeah. I would try to figure out a way to leave the country. That's like I, the that realistic too. thing. Yeah, yeah, I would try to figure out how to get out of the country if if possible, yeah. and if not, I would remove myself from society and try to maybe live in those lands where there wasn't any like surveillance, like where yeah. the the oat farm was because like i wouldn't be able to like live normally yeah right right no and i know i'm probably sounding super hypocritical because like we we in today it's not like i'm walking out my house and being like down with the one percent like <laughs> i'm just doing my life and i know that's what that's the commentary of it all and i know i sound yeah, hypocritical yeah, exactly but like i just think it's because the world they set up is just like today but on steroids that kind of makes it feel more urgent. But I mean, we're kind of in the same mirrored parallel world right Definitely. now. Like, yeah. like nobody right now is like, I mean, PR people trying to go against the systems in place, but it's like, that's an uphill battle. And yeah, I feel like everyone around the world, like no matter what country you're in, you hate your government, especially like oh, as course. an American citizen, like watching the stuff our government does, like we, especially as a minority, we, really of course really do not agree with almost right. everything the government does and it's just oh, like of course it's it's a point where like you want to change things and like you vote and you do all this stuff thinking that a change will happen and then you see that you had no impact and I, that's why yeah. i was like watching this like damn like this is too <laughs> real it's hitting cl- way too close to home <laughs> like um and like, especially when you think like this could be a, a an idea of our future, like the IA, like the AI, like uh, companions in your house that are like Siri times a hundred, where they have their own personalities and like you dress, yeah. they dress you, they manage your home. Like it's it's very realistic, and that's what makes it so scary because, like, I guess it's more like because today we think. I guess it's like the urgency for me comes from the fact that like we actually can see like there's a a chance that the system can go away. But in reality, in real life, we probably would never even hear of a Makashima type of person. The government would have like wiped them out before they even. Yeah. Yeah. No, the they probably would have wiped them out as a child when they were a child. Literally. literally. So I guess back to the questions. <laughs> what are oh, your yeah, thoughts? On, wait one more oh, one more question would you uh-huh. want to live well i can i can i can say that for the end go ahead and continue oh, that's a good okay. ending question <laughs> yeah that is i say what are your thoughts on um the way they set up this world do you think it's um like not i know that's probably the question you might be thinking so i just say the question i had was just like what are your thoughts your general thoughts on the like functionality of this world I think they set it up very, like, perfectly as far as storytelling. They didn't have to give you, like, an outright, a thousand years ago, there was a great war, and in this war, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, they literally were able to, you were fed information about the world little by little throughout the series to the point where by the end, you completely understood how this world worked, which is, like, mm-hmm. they did great doing that. And I think the way they set it up makes so much sense to where they explained how, like you know there was a old world but japan japan became isolationist and they became self-reliant as far as food because they made their own oat 
in a special kind of way that it wouldn't die. And so because they made their own food, they were not in contact with any other country and they're able to install this system where they took stress away from people completely like took stress out of their lives so when people don't have any stress they don't have anything to worry about so of course they love this system now because like i'm free or whatever or like i don't have to i don't i don't have what did that girl say oh my god one of her friends um, was talking about how she was happy that she didn't have to have too much choice right yeah and she said um yeah and i think it was like in uh she was talking to akane like uh, I th- I think I'm happy. Aren't I happy or something like that? She kind yeah, of phrased it that like way. That. She was like, I I'm like I think I I'm happy that I don't have to make too many choices. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people would be like that, where like because they didn't have they don't have any stress, everything's kind of decided for them. They get to be lazy in a way. They don't have to think about anything. They can just go. And right, because life is predetermined. Yeah, yeah, life is predetermined. So like once the system was installed, like you know it just went from there and then you have people who are like born into the system too so it's just like it, it makes sense how it got set up that way yeah um same everything Corey just said i agree with um i also think they did like they you can tell the writers and directors and producers love like dystopian like yeah they love this because like the way they set up this world where it's like every t was like crossed every i was dotted like there's no like loopholes to where i was thinking well how does this work how does this doesn't make sense like everything makes sense which is the scary part <laughs> um yeah, everything that is actually scary right like they really done it almost gave me black mirror vibes and i know I black mirror that. was after was black mirror after this i'm have, pretty sure it was just, let me check because this is 2012 let me double check real quick oh wow 2011 so i mean 2011 2012 no one's really like i don't know like when you're making media that close together there's not enough time to like go back to the drawing board and make edits this was the dystopian era so yeah (laughs) like this world is incredibly like just amazing like in terms of how detailed they made it like it's a scary level of detail um without even having like i said to give you like some kind of giant speech in the beginning about how it was set up like you could just understand the world yeah. within 22 episodes you don't have to have like 100 150 200 500 episodes to understand the world you just get the politics of what's going on you get it it's so easy like it's so digestible and i think i get why they always say like this is like perfect for non-anime fans because the storytelling is just so like clear-cut it's so like precise um it's really genius how and because it's only 22 episodes like they didn't do this yeah. in 50 they did this in 22 and they made it so that you understand how the inner workings of this world operate even without like big explanations of what the past was like or what like content how it got to be this way like it's just you get it, you get it um so it's very much genius um next question do you think who do you what what do you think of makashima as the main villain and do you think he was like a well-developed villain in your mind i think he was a pretty good villain i kind of wish they would have confirmed what his exact motivations were 
though because yeah. i couldn't tell if he was really agreeing with what kogami said about him doing this because he felt alienated from society like is that the reason why he started off in the first place or was there something else and i would kind of like to know a little bit more about his background like yeah where i don't think we got a single he- flashback yeah i think that that kind of makes him like a good villain as well still that he was able to like have this kind of impact and where you were agreeing with him without even knowing like how he grew up because usually when you know how villains grew up you have like a bit more empathy for them like oh he came from an abusive home or something like that but like right yeah so i i think he was a really well i think he was really well written i just would like to know like a little tiny bit more about like his background because it's like he feels like he came out of nowhere (laughs) right and i wonder if like i mean i think he like he's the definitely to me like the most like he has layers but also doesn't have layers like it's really weird yeah. how they made him like he, of course like to me it's like he's multi-dimensional but also he's not because like you said he's just like a character foil for kogami um for and yeah for kogami what? but it's like i don't know if if by getting more detail i wonder if that would kill some of like the the the, the vibe about him yeah or i don't know I feel I like say, I don't know how like, else to do. They you, you they probably did that on purpose. Like they made him that blank so you could project whatever you want onto his character and he's more moldable right. that way and malleable. So maybe that's why they did that. That's a good point. That's a really good point and try to sort of like cuz like in terms of villains like I like I think a lot of people who agree with a villain are like Thanos. Like people will see Thanos and be like, oh, Thanos had a point. <laughs> Whenever there's a viral tweet about something, they'll be like, Thanos was right. Or they'll be like, Killmonger was right. But like, I feel like with this, um, it's sort of like, we just know his beliefs, but we don't know him. Yeah, um, and I think we see the system as a bigger villain than he is. Even though he's the mm, one posing an immediate threat, the system, yeah. we see that the system is not working. And if you're somebody who's like more left-leaning, you... Well, maybe even if you're right leaning, you you wouldn't want this system to be in place to the, to be to win because also like it's like I guess it's it plays to the whole like this thing the system is so big it's so all controlling that you feel like anyone going up against it like you want to root for them even if they're a terrible person because yeah. you see just how much this system has like controlled people even if people exactly. kind of like it like they don't know anything else so it's like it's really interesting how they framed him as like all bad but not all bad it's like it's like they wanted it to be nuanced and i i get it and they wanted you to question yourself supporting him like yeah 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 and i did listen i wasn't just all team i wasn't all team makashima i want i don't want people to be like nia's canceled she's she's team makashima i'm like no i'm not team him i'm just saying that like his plan that, you, you would have yeah, agreed with it basically like if he had a if he had a, if he just had not killed people i feel like most people would have been on board 100 yeah, exactly. percent. but like yeah so he just would have been um, like a plain anarchist if he would not yeah. kill people right right exactly um okay question how did you feel about the ending i'm really curious to see what you think because when it ended i was kind of like huh hmm I don't know. <laughs> what do you feel like? I thought I kind of wish they would have like I thought the ending was good. But also I feel like it would have been better had they like just ended it. Not so 
what I mean by that is like not show like a new inspector or like a new yeah. team. Like like maybe show uh Ginoza visiting his father's grave and show um Sunomori like having that discussion with the civil system after and have that little ending credit scene showing that Kagami is still out there somewhere. Kogami, yeah. sorry. Kogami's still out there somewhere in some bunker. But as far as showing like the new inspectors and stuff in like a brand new case, I or like setting up a brand new case, I wouldn't have shown any of that. I feel like they should have just left it. And I understand they did that because there is a part two. But I feel like it would have been like a little bit more impactful. Like, oh, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Next? Where are they now? But now we know, like, oh, so she's just gonna go back to inspecting and Kogami's right. on the run. But like they would have been like, oh, where is Akane gonna? What is she gonna do next? Is she gonna quit? Yeah. What is she gonna do? Like stuff like that. Corey, I agree with you three hundred percent. Why did you take <laughs> the words exactly out of my mouth? Like I feel yeah. like the, introducing the new inspector made it feel less climactic. It made exactly. it feel like this is. It made it feel like everything that just happened was kind of pointless because it's just gonna like the new Akane is here, quote unquote the new she is now Ginoza like it's just like rinse repeat and I kind of was just like "Mm, if y'all would have left it open-ended like yeah exactly okay he kills Makashima cut cut to Ginoza like at his father's grave and then just like show something very vague I thought that would have made it would have been so good because then you wouldn't have known like what's happening like literally just show uh kogami show the gunshot cut yes at his father's great like 10 like cut again akane looking out at the horizon and then end just like that that would have been top 10 anime of all time literally like 10 out of 10 all kill perfect all kill Listen, that would have taken mine. Like, I would have been like, Corey, we might have watched the greatest piece of media of that all the time. <laughs> because I don't like how they made it finite. I guess I didn't like how they made it like, because we know what everybody's, what everyone went back to. And that's kind of boring. Like, I don't need to know what everybody, in that moment, I don't think I need to know if Akane goes back to the team. Like, I don't think I need Kugami to know. We don't alive yet. We don't need to know that. Right. We don't, Yeah. We just need to just feel the tension of like, oh, what are they setting up? What are they planning? I feel like it answers too many questions the way they ended it. Like, here are the new team. It's like, so we know this this guy died. Now we know this guy. So we see the living ones. We It's like it, it answers. It keeps us like, it doesn't give us any mystery. Like, because I really don't care about the new, the new inspector or whatever. Like, I really don't. I mean, she's just a new Akane. She's just insert yeah and maybe they did that to show that the system is just rinse and repeat maybe that was their intent but for my personal taste i would have just like that like i said like gunshot cut ginoza cut akane looking at the sun end like literally like that that would have been so perfect you know what that would have gone into like a more like a western vibe like it would have gone into like that 90s like space western vibe and i feel like that would have eaten but i feel like (laughs) i don't know if they would have let that happen since it was 2012 but like that if they would have had that like insert like some really ambiguous music yes exactly oh that would have been oh Corey. We not us being directors. <laughs> we would have give me the camera. I can show you what they I need. They could have had like 
they they literally could have had like Ganoza like narrating like you know after all is said and done we're not gonna we're not sure what we're gonna do for now but all yes. we can do is keep moving forward like they could have done oh, something like that like, Makashima, like one of his like or Hubert said or yeah, like, like something Makashima said, said or something yes. like oh listen a Kagari, from some like white man oh that would have yeah. ended like listen Wait, what is what is that quote from like like um two, it's like a quote about two roads who's that from yes. oh my god two roads love to see it it's giving cowboy like, bebop i love it see? no it really is cowboy bebop i think i just stole something from cowboy <laughs> listen but it would have fit so well and it would have given like oh Corey, this is they could have like they, they could have really pulled like a two rows diversion of wood and I took the one bus travel and Akane just <laughs> she just walking somewhere like you don't know where she's going where she's going oh 10 out of 10 give the awards give them the give them the Emmy like print the Emmy send it that would have been perfect come through with the quote <laughs> and then we wouldn't have needed a season two or three just left it alone if it they wanted to do some movies or something Ooh. fine but oh that see that's too fire that would have ate that would have ate Eaten. Wow, that I'm already like that would have given me chills if that was the ending. Right. I would have been, like, been like, wow. I would have been on Twitter like, this is the best anime I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I would be like, wow, y'all don't make enough psychopath content for me, anime fans. Like, y'all just y'all, like your your battle shown like in this this surface level content. Have you watched psychopath Have you really thought about the state of this world? How about we talk exactly. about what did what did Jada Smith say? I want to talk about the society or whatever he said. Yeah, I want to talk about like global warming or something he said. He said, I wanna... like, I would have been so pretentious about that if that was the ending. I been no, like, oh, I would have oh, been the definition of, definition of anime elitist. Like, oh, you like, <laughs> you like Naruto? Girl, okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, psychopath. Yeah, that, right? <laughs> no, but that's, that, that was amazing. Um, that hypothetical ending, would have loved to have seen it. Yeah, for the me, fan fiction would have went thing. crazy. Like, Ooh, Corey, they would have done all of the. <laughs> oh, Akane meets up with Kogami, and then this <laughs> is what happens. The, the fan fiction would have been insane, and the lore. If they would have just left it, see, I feel like they should just let it air out, let it breathe. You don't need to give a sequel or a manga; just let it breathe. Like, ah, because that adds to the mystique of it. It adds to the 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 feeling of it when you don't know what's exactly. going to happen, and they never tell you. Ooh. Cause like, like sometimes like open ended, open ended endings are annoying. But in this case, it would have worked really well. Oh it wait, because really this because this well. world is already super like, it's super dystopian, which also is like perfect for open ended endings. Oh, it would have been the rest of the the puzzle pieces were laid out. They just didn't take the opportunity to finish the puzzle. Oh, anyway. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna think about that all night. <laughs> the fact that this could have been like, like, oh wow. I'm anyway. telling you, literally have Makashima like two rows diversion of wood. <sighs> took the one less travel, or she took she took the one less she travel. The- <laughs> Corey, I am falling out. Like <laughs> this is iconic. <laughs> we need to get an award for this. <laughs> anyway, um. Okay, now what was that question you wanted? Because I'm going to ask about what would you rate it? And I feel like that's a, a, a cool thing to end on. The last question <laughs> but, I wanted to ask is like, would you want to live in a world where you have less choice? Where more things are decided mm. for you instead of you making all these decisions about how to control your life? Mm, prob- absolutely not. Even though I'm incredibly mm. indecisive, I feel like having more choice 
is better because hey if you mess up it's on you (laughs) like if like and I feel like well the, the idea of choice because even if you mess up and it's on you like having more options I don't think is a bad thing yeah I think having like the world where they just kind of tell you, well, you are, your aptitude, whatever tells you that you can be a good this or this or this. Like, I feel like it's better to like you figure it out yourself. Um, Cause it also gives you like a sense of accomplishment and agency that you're like growing so that you can figure out like, well, this is best for me because I know myself. Um, but if something, a system knows you, then it's like, I don't have to do that inner work. Does that make sense? Yeah, like exactly. you know how in therapy, in therapy, they're always like, you need to do the work to figure out what you want. But if you never have to do that inner work, or if you, you never don't have progress to think all, about, you don't progress at all as a person, right? Mm. Which is why I feel like that's why people were so eager to kill people because they all got this. They yeah. haven't done any growth. They haven't developed exactly. really internally. Like, like mentally, they are all very childlike because they didn't have to deal with anything in their life. Right. I'm not saying that you having like a rough childhood makes you like what i'm trying to say is like they when yeah. i say they had to deal with anything i mean like literally like not even like oh i don't know what college to apply for type stuff they didn't have to deal with anything so right when they were left with the idea of they're gonna have to control they're gonna have to take things into their own hands they started acting like ballistic so right and i and i know what you mean it's not we're not trying to imply that like the more you sh- that struggle is necessary exactly, i think i don't exactly. think that's the case i think it's more like if you never have to question anything you don't ask the question exactly oh, oh ooh, like, that's a good quote that's a good quote look we're dropping bars today <laughs> like like if you to me it's like the ability to ask the question is necessary um not necessary like the struggle and the suffering is not necessary but the the question question everything yeah yeah so if you just take that away then I see like you're just kind of a passive person in your own life um what do you think yeah at first when I was looking at it, I'm like oh, I, when I was looking at it oh my god I don't know why I can't speak today when I was looking at it I was <laughs> like you know that would be like so interesting to like just you take a test and like, okay, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. But like you said, like it's better to have more choices. Cause like at the end of the day, like it's all on you. And I feel like, like one of the purposes of life is to like make these decisions and like live and be free. So like when you don't have any decision, like you don't have to make any choices. You don't have any choices. You don't have any decisions mm-hmm. to make. Like what is the purpose of you being alive like why are you living right yeah that's a great point that'll be a horrible a like, existence especially if you knew of a life where you had more options like mm, that would be terrible right. like i imagine the historians in this world are miserable because literally that's why that guy was wa- living away from all of them he's like y'all are messy <laughs> like i don't this is ghetto is it y'all are he said y'all need to read this book from whatever year and he and he'd have, have to just heard pretend of- like he didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no that's a great point um I agree uh woo, yeah. we are we roll today um to close out uh what would you rate this show out of 10 so when I first I checked my anime list and whenever I first watched it which was probably like sometime in like 2014 I gave it like an eight but watching it again I gave it a 10 out of 10 yeah I would give it a 9.5 I just I feel like the reason why I'm taking out that 0.5 is because my gripes with the ending could have been solved with our ending 
you know, like <laughs> I got to give the half point taken off because they didn't, they, I want them to deliver where <laughs> I feel like it would have taken it to the next level. But yeah, 10 out of 10 is awesome. Um, yeah. Would you call this like one of your top anime that you've watched ever? Yes. Yeah. After watch, because I always had a like inkling that if I ever, ever did watch it again, it would be in my top 10. And now after watching it again, it for sure is. And like, I'm very interested in watching the other two parts to see what happens. Cause like how mm-hmm. I determine how much I like someone like something is if I want to consume more of it after I'm done. And as yeah. soon as I got done reading, watching this, I like, I looked up like, is there a manga that I can read or is there like a movie I can watch? Is there some kind of continuation to where I can see what's going on? So yeah. Nice. Yeah. And if you do let me know, cause um, I will definitely because I know that the you said two season three is out as well, so it's season two and season three. I'm yeah. gonna check it out in the movies yeah. too. Um, yeah, I probably will check yeah. out the movies first since it's just like it's not really a commitment. It's just a movie you sit down. It's and just watch a movie, it. right? Yeah. And then you don't have to really like because uh, I don't know how long. I wonder if they stayed with like the twenty episodes under thirty episode type format with the season I two and three. Season two. I'm pretty sure I read that it was 11 episodes, which is good. Oh, that's good. Okay. That's not bad at all. I mean, and these sure. were also short episodes. Like these were not hour long, 45 minute. These were like 19 minute episodes. So. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, it's, it is 11 episodes. Yeah. Well, that's not bad okay. at all. Yeah. I've definitely nice. checked this out then. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Corey, for joining me on this. This was a great choice. I'm glad we did Psychopaths. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, please leave a like on all the places you can leave likes. Subscribe to all the places you can subscribe. Um, leave a review on all of our uh, places. <laughs> yeah, like Apple Podcasts. Leave reviews and five stars, all that jazz. And talk to us on Twitter and Discord and TikTok. Um, thanks for everyone for listening. Until next time, I am Nia. And I am Corey. Bye.